The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP100 to activate the offer. So visit MyBookie today. Play, win, and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark offer you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas, get easily trackable line movement and see which team the public backs view betting trends all day calculate your return and follow your picks right from your device so head over to betql.co and download the app Hey guys, you are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at Twitter at the SGP Network. Remember, guys, this week, mybookie.ag, the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, will be offering every possible market on Conor McGregor and Khabib Namegamadov. There is a special podcast available now done by me and the Dirty Sheets and LockBetting.com UFC slash MMA expert Kieran Herring. You've heard Kieran's work before on the Dirty Sheets relating to um, MMA slash UFC. Uh, he's been very successful in terms of picking winners of fights. He's very good with the UFC news. He will be joining me on that show and we'll be using the odds from mybookie.ag and using all the markets from mybookie.ag as well. So anything that you hear on that show, go and bet it at the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, mybookie.ag, who will be covering all of the major markets that we mentioned on that podcast. So go check out the podcast. If you like what we have to say, go and stick on your bets over at mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is also the place to go for all of your EPL bets, uh, all of the markets that um, I give out here. I try to make sure that they are available at mybookie.ag unless, of course, it's just an unbelievable bet that I can't resist and I will specifically tell you where to find it and I'll let you know. But more more likely and more often than not, it will be available at mybookie.ag. This week, we start out early. We start out with a Friday night game. Um, the Premier League want more more of these, but the clubs usually aren't willing to have them, especially with so many clubs being involved in Europe. You are never going to get two major teams, but I do think we have an exciting game on tonight. It's Brighton versus West Ham. Brighton looking more like the relegation contenders now after West Ham have managed to win uh, two of their last three, taking seven points out of the last nine after starting with four losses. They are nine to five to win this game. Brighton at 13 to eight. The draw is 23 to 10. This is an interesting one because um, West Ham have looked like the better team on paper in most of the games that they've played this season. And uh, the games where they haven't, they've ended up 
getting points from those games that Everton on paper are probably a better team than West Ham and they beat them. Chelsea certainly are and they held them to a draw and Man United certainly are and they beat Man United. So these big players are stepping up to win or, or, or do better in the big games whereas the first four games of the season I don't know whether that was a motivational thing or whether the West Ham team just took some time to gel. I think they'll be more motivated now regardless after having uh, come through that bad start and in addition to that any issues relating to them not having gelled would have been addressed by picking up seven seven points out of the last nine so what I like is um, taking West Ham here on the double chance at one to two uh, as Brighton are the favourites to win this game you're able to take West Ham on the double chance to avoid a defeat here against Brighton uh, it is a ground where Manchester United have lost this season but Obviously, looking at United and how they played uh, throughout this season, um, especially last week against West Ham, where they were just absolutely embarrassed uh, at the London Stadium, you have to think that um, that result was a bit of an anomaly, and not to read into it as much as we much as we like. And maybe Brighton don't have this uh, this great home field advantage where they're able to um, pick up most of the 40 points that they're going to need to stay up this season and don't get me wrong I think Brighton are in a relegation fight as are the next two teams that start off our three o'clock kickoffs Burnley versus Huddersfield Burnley are 11 to 10 the draw is 2 to 1 and Huddersfield are 3 to 1 Burnley seem to have certainly rediscovered some form as of late Uh, they've been able to move up the table Uh, they're no longer looking like relegation contenders although I do feel like on paper that Burnley will certainly be a bottom half side this season Uh, however what 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 it's shown is is that the Europe being in the Europa League isn't a benefit to sides as well especially seems like Burnley yeah it might seem like a great achievement at the time to get sixth or seventh place in the league however you are then stuck to playing Europa League football and if you don't have the squad to do it playing on Thursdays and Sundays will will make you suffer uh, Burnley have managed to recover from that as soon as they've started playing games on normal days they've managed to pick up six points they beat um, Bournemouth 4-0 and then they beat Cardiff last week although that was on a Sunday it didn't come after a Thursday game it just came on a Sunday because that was the that was the game that was on television last week bizarrely and uh, I expect Burnley to win at Cardiff anyway I expect Burnley to beat Bournemouth at home and I expect them to win at Cardiff because Cardiff are the worst team in the league but Huddersfield are the second worst team in the league so getting Burnley here in this game at 6-5 to five, I think does represent some value um, I think Burnley will win this game at 6-5 to five, and uh, Burnley are the bet if you like anything else it's 2-1 to one to draw or 3-1 to one Huddersfield but for me this one has to be Burnley up next Crystal Palace versus Wolverhampton Wanderers and Wolves are the favourites in this game so that really does show you what a good start Wolves have made to the season we had Wolves last week on this podcast where we went 9-1 and I think that was something we should have hit off right at the top of the show but we will definitely plug it at the end of the show 9-1 and on last week's podcast currently on a 6-1 and lock run so we'll touch more on that at the end of the podcast as for this game uh, Palace are not that great at home but um they do tend to um to do better in games with Wilfred Zaha playing Wilfred Zaha obviously is playing in this game this is really a tough one for me to for me to pick i i think this could be a, t- a tight game 
Uh, the, the games at Crystal Palace don't normally produce tons of goals, making the under two and a half goals a decent play at four to five. Um, but if I was to pick a team to win this game, I would lean towards Wolves, although I definitely don't like Wolves as the favourite. So I think under two and a half goals is where I'm going to go because a lot of Palace's home games don't really produce a ton of goals. Up next, Leicester versus Everton. Everton coming to this off the back of um, rediscovering their form last week. We did tip them to, to beat Fulham. They managed to do that, although they were knocked out in the Carabao Cup midweek and a penalty shootout against Southampton, which is disappointing because you would expect Everton with the, with the money they've been given and all the effort they went to, to, to get Marco Silva to be in the top half of the league and having runs in competitions where there's trophies on the lines. But, um, that wasn't that wasn't the case in midweek. They got knocked out against Southampton. Leicester are twenty three to twenty to win this game. Twelve to five the draw and twenty three to ten for Everton. I like Leicester at home last week. That was a strong pick for us uh, taking Leicester to get something at Newcastle. I actually fancied them as an underdog because Newcastle are a team that are struggling this season. But obviously, even the week before, we had Leicester as well. Um, I think this one could wind up being a draw. Um, I think both teams have enough attacking players, though, to score in this game. I'm going to lean towards taking that as my bet. Uh, both teams to score in this game is available at four to five. Loads of attacking players on the pitch. You have Sigerson, Walcott, Richarlison, Jamie Vardy, um, Madison as well is getting a, a lot of plaudits. He's recently made it into the England squad. And uh, I think James Madison is going to be a decent player in the future. Uh, Ian Acho may also feature in this game. Uh, Calvin Lewin may also feature in this game as well. But you have lots of attacking options. I think actually Tosson uh, will get the nod above Calvert-Lewin uh, to start this game as well after last week. So yeah, lots of attacking options in this game. So I'm expecting goals. I'm expecting both teams to score in this game. Tottenham Hotspurs versus Cardiff. Tottenham at two to seven. The draw of five to one. Cardiff at nine to one. This, I think, is where you load up on your fantasy picks. Um, I fully expect Danny Rose to play for Tottenham this week because he was rested midweek. Uh, I strongly think that um, Alder Wilder and Sanchez will continue it in defence because they. They played in the midweek because Vertonghen is injured, so there is no one to cover Tottenham at centre-back. Uh, I think Harry Kane will, will definitely score in this game. I think you have to be looking at the likes of Song, Lamella and Lucas Moura in your team as well. I think Lucas Moura could now be the um, incredibly be the first choice on the Spurs team sheet as far as their midfield goes. Obviously, Harry Kane is the first choice on the team sheet, but their midfield, which... Um, Often, uh, you wouldn't know whether it was going to what, what combination of players it was going to be. I think Christian Eriksen and uh, and Deli Ali were usually the, the mainstays in there, but Tottenham would rotate between uh, Sissoko and Wanyama or uh, Dembele playing in this team. Um, Song would probably rotate with Mora. You wouldn't really know what one you were going to get. You've got Lamella there as well, but I think all of a sudden. 
Lucas Moura has pushed to the front of the queue, possibly even ahead of Ericsson, because he gives Tottenham something that they didn't have before since they lost Gareth Bale. He gives Tottenham pace, which is what they need. Uh, the only th problem that it has caused is that sometimes Moura does run into positions where he will be chasing a ball over the top, which puts him in front of Harry Kane. So... With, with more scoring more goals and, and getting on the end of more opportunities, it will diminish Harry Kane's goal ratio this season, which is why I think that possibly Sergio Aguero could be a better tip long-term for the golden boot. I don't think Harry Kane is going to score quite as many goals as he does, has in other seasons, but I definitely think that he's a lock to go over 25 goals in the Premier League this season, and uh, he's definitely a lock to score in this game. My bet for this game is for Harry Kane to score and for Tottenham to win. And that one is available at 4-7. to seven. Uh, I think Tottenham comfortably win this game. Uh, and that has lock potential as well. I also think Tottenham win it by more than a goal. And uh, that one also I could be looking at as something with lock potential because it's only available at four to six. Cardiff are the worst team in the Premier League. And Tottenham need a win after being taught a lesson by Barcelona midweek. Watford versus Bournemouth is next. Watford are 23 to 20, 5 to 2 to draw, and 23 to 10 on Bournemouth. Bournemouth got a really good win on Monday at home to Crystal Palace. And I think playing at home in that home get in that home, it's not even a stadium, it's a ground in front of just 11,000 people. It's always going to be Bournemouth's bread and butter. It's always going to be where they accumulate their 40 points for the season. And I think Bournemouth are already safe. Um, and we could be seeing complacently complacency setting in when they go to places like Watford. Watford themselves could be guilty of complacency because after four wins, uh, they have started to um, move downwards uh, down the table. But that really hasn't been down to performances, I don't think. If you actually watch the Watford games, it has come up against much stiffer opposition than they faced in the four games. Last week, they lost to Arsenal 2-0 in a game where they did look decent. They got a one-all draw away to Fulham. And then, of course, they lost their 100% record in a 2-1 away defeat, uh, sorry, home defeat against Manchester United. I think Watford will use this game to get back on track. I think at 21 to 20, they are a good bet this week to beat Watford. Again, lock potential. Up next, Manchester United versus Newcastle. Manchester United are at 1-2. to two. I can't remember the last time Manchester United were ever 1-2 to two or under to win a home game against Newcastle, possibly way back when Kevin Keegan was managing Newcastle and they were title contenders uh, against Manchester United. Uh, this is a really, really weird price on Manchester United. I wouldn't see them as long as 1-2 to two in a home game against Newcastle for years, especially a Newcastle team that are doing so badly in the league this season yet to pick up a win. 10-3 to three to draw, 6-1 to one Man United. Man United have to win and I don't really want to get too creative here. They're sitting in 10th place. Newcastle are in 18th place. Um, I could look at handicaps. I could look at to nil. Uh, Man United to nil, uh, if you want something bigger to bet on here, is available at 6-4. to four. Uh, That's plus 150, and that's probably because Man United have done so badly defensively this season, uh, conceding way more goals at this point of the season than they did last year, including three away to Brighton, including three away to, to West Ham. But at home, they have generally been okay. They were probably disappointed to slip to a one-all draw against Wolves. Um, they haven't actually kept a clean sheet at home this season. 2-1 win 
against Leicester, 3-0 embarrassment against Tottenham, and a one-all draw against Wolves. So I think they could be due. I'm leaning towards Man United to win to nil at 6-4, but 1-2 as an outright win has lock potential. So the last three games all have lock potential and could also feature in parlays. There certainly isn't any locks as we move on to Sunday Three really decent games here to look at. Uh, we start with Fulham versus Arsenal. That should be a footballing exhibition, which should produce goals. 8-15 to 15 Fulham, 10-3 to 3 to draw, but 8-13 to 13 Arsenal. As you probably guessed from my analysis at the start of this, I'm looking at the goals in this game. I'm looking at both teams to score at 1-2. to two. If I was to pick a winner in this game, I'm leaning towards Arsenal, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Ozil, all rested in the Europa League midweek. And I think Arsenal could be fresh enough here to pick up a win at Fulham. But as I said, can't resist at 1-2, to two, the both teams to score in this game. Sunday sees Southampton go up against the unbeaten Chelsea. Southampton are 9-2, to 29-10 the draw and 8-13 to 13 on Chelsea. Chelsea would have liked to have fully rested more players but were disappointing yesterday against Vidi or Videotron as some people know them as. Um, I do think that they should be able to go to Southampton and win this game but it's not a confident pick. If Hazard had managed to stay off the bench yesterday and they'd got a more convincing win and got into this game with more confidence. I'd be more confident picking Chelsea. Chelsea haven't now won for two league games. They dropped points away to West Ham and due to a last-minute wonder goal by Daniel Sturridge last week, they dropped points at home to Liverpool. I do expect them to get back on track here. Um, Southampton is a tough place to go, but we've seen this season the Southampton defence isn't what it used to be. They let up a 2-0 lead at home to Brighton to draw 2-2. They've been battered against Liverpool 3-0. So I do think that they could be susceptible to conceding goals here. And uh, Eden Hazard at the moment has to be a dream team pick. Uh, he is currently, in my opinion, the best player in the Premier League. And if Chelsea don't qualify for Champions League this season, he will 100% be leaving in the summer. Although I do think they will. I do think at the moment it looks like Chelsea will be joined by Tottenham in the Champions League with, with Man City and Liverpool making up the top two. And that takes us on nicely to our final game between the top two. Liverpool versus Manchester City. Liverpool are at 7-5. The draw is 13 to 5, and Manchester City are at 7 to 4. This is another game that offers people lock potential because both teams are going to score in this game. There will be goals in this game. Uh, I don't remember last time that there was a shutout. I think it was the, the Champions League, actually, where Liverpool managed to win by three goals to nil. That has been very, very, very rare in these games. They've always produced both teams scoring. That is available at one to two. I would definitely consider getting on that. As far as who wins this game, um, Liverpool are the favourites to win this game at seven to five, and they've always held or at least in recent years, under Klopp. And anyway, they've held an Indian sign over Manchester City where they've been able to beat them. Obviously, last season, Manchester City did beat Liverpool at Man City's ground, but that was only after Sadio Mane was sent off and they, they cruised to a 5-0 win against 10 men. But in the last three times that they've played, Liverpool have held the edge in all of them. And I haven't seen anything to, to indicate that there would be anything different. In fact, 
I would lean towards City even less because Kevin De Bruyne is not playing. Uh, what could also be an instrumental factor is that City got a vital win in Europe this week, whereas Liverpool lost. I like Liverpool coming off a loss. Uh, I think that they would be very frustrated that they were beaten against Napoli. Klopp got his tactics all wrong. Um, I don't know why you went into... Um, to get a point against Napoli. It's not what Liverpool do. Yes, they do have a stronger defence than normal, but all of a sudden to go and be a team that go out and play for draws, that, that's not something that Liverpool have in their locker. They should have attacked Napoli. They were a better team on paper, although Napoli is a tough place to go. I actually picked Napoli on the on the podcast here, the Champions League podcast that we did here on Sports Gambling Podcast and on the exclusive one over at lockbetting.com. Uh, but Liverpool are a completely different team at Anfield. Last season, we saw Man City's bus get bricked by the disgusting Scouser Liverpool fans so there is the intimidation factor as well of going to Anfield I'm leaning towards a Liverpool win here at 7 to 5 but both teams to score is my official pick for this game moving on to the lock dog parlay the lock this week cannot resist it cannot resist taking Man United at 1 to 2 don't know when you're ever going to see them in that price again if they don't win this game whether they draw or lose it you have to be getting rid of Jose Mourinho at this point. I think the only reason he's even kept his job so far is because there isn't really anybody in line to succeed. I'm not sure if Zinazine Zidane is a guy that wants to take over Man United in the middle of the season. Other than that, who are you looking at? Nicky Butt coming up from the youth team. The options are not good uh, for sacking Mourinho in the middle of the season. But if you're failing to win against the likes of Newcastle at home, then you really, really do have massive problems. This will be Man United's first home win since the opening day of the season. If they don't manage to win, and seeing as you've got international fixtures next week, and Man United come back next time out, going up away to Chelsea, which isn't a home game in itself. Man United will then be looking at October the 28th, and their next home game, which is against Everton, to be picking up their first home win since the um, since the first day of the season. And I think Everton's actually a much tougher proposition than Newcastle. Uh, after Everton, the Manchester United's next home game is all the way on the 24th of November, where they host Crystal Palace. And that will be absolutely ridiculous if Man United are going all the way into November looking for their second home win of the season. I think it happens here. Uh, that's the bottom line. I think it has to happen here. I think getting the likes of um, Lukaku in your fantasy team maybe even Pogba, uh, Man United defenders at the moment. It looks like the defenders that they'll go for will be Valencia, Luke Shaw, Eric Bailly and Chris Smalling. Uh, I think any one of those and you're in good stead uh, for Man United to win here with a clean sheet at 6-4. to four. But Man United to win this game is the lock for this week. Um, looking at the parlay, I've already picked one out. I don't like to combine uh, my parlay combination in my bet usually, but again, Man United, such good odds. I've combined Man United with Tottenham outright, and I've leaned towards Watford rather than taking the both teams to score uh, in the um, Manchester City-Liverpool game. Uh, I've leaned to Watford just to give you guys uh, better odds. Uh, 10, uh, sorry, $100 on that returns you $390. And that's simply because Watford are a really good booster in that bet. As for an underdog for this week, Crystal Palace 
at home as an underdog um, certainly might be a decent runner. I think Wolves have had a good start of the season, but they may be overrated there. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if Everton went and got a, got a win at Leicester. Leicester going for their third Premier League win in a row. It's not something that Claude Puel is notorious with doing. He isn't really the best motivational manager in the Premier League, but I like West Ham to continue their winning ways. They beat Man United last week. Uh, they won away to Everton. They have seven points out of a possible nine. Wouldn't be entirely surprised if they go 10 and 12 here and then just skyrocket up the table with a win against a pretty poor Brighton team who I do expect to be relegation contenders this, uh, this season. I think anyone of Brighton, Burnley and Newcastle will be joining Cardiff and Huddersfield in the championship next season. So that completes the podcast for this week. That is your lock dog parlay. As I said, I would talk about last week's show. We went nine and one, nine and one with the picks last week, almost landed lock dog and parlay as well. We did land our parlay. We did land a lock and the lock runs are now six and one here on the sports gambling podcast network for the EPL show over at the European show, which is exclusively available at lockbetting.com. The, the picks are five and one champions league picks are three and one for locks. So Make sure you go over to lockbetting.com and sign up to get the rest of my soccer podcasts. Make sure you listen to the UFC 229 podcast here where I'm joined by my data sheets and lockbetting.com colleague, UFC and MMA expert, Kieran Herring. You can place all of the bets you hear on that podcast with the official sponsor of the SGP network, mybookie.ag. So make sure you check out everything this weekend. Check out Sean and Ryan's NFL show. They are due wins on their locks. They've been slipping. Guys, I'm 5-1 and one over here. You're letting down the team. Make sure you land your locks this week on the NFL podcast over on the Sports Gambling Podcast. I've been Billy. Good luck with all your bets as usual this week. Thanks for listening to the EPL show here on the SGP Network. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. We're partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.